0: Section 3 of Dave Brings Home a Wife This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dave Brings Home a Wife by Steele Rudd Chapter 12. Dave and Lily Start Housekeeping Dave and Lily, when they shifted into their new house, didn't give a ball or a party of any kind to commemorate the occasion. They didn't believe in wasting money. They went straight to work and put up the bed and arranged the odd pieces of furniture they had gathered and annex from our place. Then they sat down and wiped the perspiration off themselves and looked at one another across the table, and silently contemplated their new surroundings.
1: "'We've no rations in
0: yet,' Lily said after a while.
1: "'Or I'd put a fire on and make you a cup of tea.'
0: Then Dave strolled down to Mother—it was nearly a quarter of a mile from Dave's house to ours—and procured some tea and sugar and a bottle of melon jam— and a supply of bread and meat, which he carried back in a flour sack, and dumped down on the table.
2: There you are. he said. Make your tea, and we'll have a feed.
0: Hardly a day passed, but what Dave made several trips to our place in quest of something or other. If it wasn't meat or a jug of milk, or the loan of a dish for Lily to bake something in that he came for, it would be for a few potatoes or a clothes prop, or the axe to cut a bit of wood with. In fact, Every article for use or consumption that they required, Dave came to us for the loan of, even to Bill's bridle and Joe's saddle, until there was scarcely anything to be found at our place at all.
1: Confound the fellow!
0: Dad used to break out when he'd find the hammer or the axe was missing.
1: Why the devil doesn't he
0: bring the things back? Then he would yell for Barty, and Barty would trudge up to Dave's place and ask Dave if he had the axe.
2: Yes...
0: Dave would drawl from the sofa, where he'd be employed studying an Australian
2: songbook. It's out there, ain't it? Near the wood heap?
0: Barty would carefully search for the wood heap first, then for the axe, and finally call out,
2: Ain't anywhere here. He's not here at all, then,
0: Dave would answer, with calm indifference, and proceed to spell over more songs. But Lily, who had a good memory, would recollect having seen it over near the tree. The tree was about a hundred yards off and in loud, shrill tones would inform Barty of its whereabouts. Dave would then remember where it was too.
2: Yes, he would call out. That's where it is, but bring it back when you've done with it. I want it again. He wants it again,
0: Barty would murmur when delivering the axe to Dad, and Dad would snort. Damn
1: him, To the juice with him. Let him get an axe of his own.
0: Often Lily would require a few things for the house, and she'd come along herself and borrow them from Mother. Frequently it was a needle she would require, the one she had was broke, or perhaps it would be a bit of black cotton to patch Dave's dark trousers with. She always had a good supply of white cotton. Sometimes she had two reels of it, ours and her own. And whenever Lily would come, Sarah would never show out. But when she was gone again, Sarah would emerge from one of the rooms and say to Mother,
1: What in the name of goodness is she after now? That's a third time this morning. Just a little black thread, that's all,
0: Mother would answer kindly. She's mending Davy's dark tweeds. Then Sarah would snigger.
1: And isn't it nearly time? He's been going about with a big tear in those trousers, I'm sure, for the last fortnight. A thing he never can say he had to do when he was here. I never noticed it,
0: Mother would put in, seeking to excuse Lily.
1: And he was here with man on only yesterday.
0: No, of course you didn't. And Sarah would grin wickedly. He I his coat on. Sarah had a good eye for seeing things. But it was humping water that kept Dave more in touch with our place than anything else. Dave was always coming for water. When he wasn't coming for a bucket of water, he was marching off with one. The bucket was rarely out of Dave's hand. But he might have saved himself a good many trips, though, if he had had a method. But there was never anything methodical about Dave. The wonder is Dave ever was born. Twice a day, when coming in for dinner and after knocking off at night, he would walk right through our place to get a drink at the tank and after gulping two or three pints he'd proceed leisurely home, then come back for a bucketful for Lily. Rarely did we ever sit down to a meal without hearing someone at the tap and we always knew it was Dave getting a bucket of water. Dad used to wonder what Dave wanted so much water for. Confound it! he'd sometimes growl. He'll have the tank empty
1: soon. Why the deuce doesn't he go to the well?
0: The well was only about a mile and a half away too, but Dave never went near it. Somehow he'd rather draw on us for the last drop of our water than make one trip to the well. Now and again, Lily would give Dave a spell at humping water and come herself with a new small billy can, but she only came on washing days. She washed on the same day that Mother and Sarah did, but never at the same hour. She always started later. She used to have to wait till they were finished with the tub and always when she came with the billy, she would inquire when the tub would be available, and tell Mother to give it to Dave when he would be passing through for dinner. Mother always forgot to give the tub to Dave, and he would stroll home empty-handed and run back for it when Lily asked him where it was. The tub was a humbug to Dave, and he always had to put his head and whiskers inside it to carry it. He couldn't manage it any other way, because he always took two buckets of water with him as well. Those were the only occasions when Dave showed any ingenuity and a beautiful figure he cut too, hobbling along the track under the tub. People passing down the road used to shout derisively to him, but Dave would never look around. Joe witnessed Dave's departure one day, and armed himself with a lot of old potatoes to give him a send-off. And when Dave started to stagger away, Joe struck the tub with a potato, at which Barty guffawed. Dave stopped and swung steadily around like a large vessel turning in a river, and swore inside the tub. Dad came round the corner of the house and saw Dave and laughed. Dad was in a good humour that day. He had just received a cheque for £240 from the sale of some bullocks.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: Dad rumbled, and on the strength of Dad's merriment, Joe aimed another potato at Dave and struck the front of the tub. Then Dad changed his manner. We never knew anyone to change his manner so rapidly and completely as Dad used. Damn it! He roared at Joe.
1: What the devil are you wasting good potatoes for? Confound it. Go away, man, and do something.
2: And Dave said, By heavens, if any of them hits me, some of you will remember it.
0: And he swung round again and ploughed up the track, irrigating both sides of it with spray from the buckets as he wobbled along. And during washing days, Sarah, though she wasn't speaking to Lily, kept a close eye on the latter's clothesline, and when Lily would be hanging out her things, Sarah from the back veranda would take stock of them, then go inside and say to Mother, Two
1: shirts, a dives, a quilt, a handkerchief, and two or three little things of her own is all she put through, I declare. And she's been all the evening
0: doing that much. And when Mother wouldn't encourage further disparagement of Lily's labours, Sarah would return to the veranda and view the line again and soliloquize,
1: When you had me do it for you, me lady, You could put up big enough washings so you could.
0: Sarah had all the qualifications of a generous woman. Dave and Lily became accustomed to their new house and forgot all about its size and shapelessness. Dave began to take a pride in the establishment too and in his spare moments dug up some ground in front of the door to make a flower garden. But no flowers ever grew in Dave's garden. They never got any encouragement to grow. Dave never put any in and people going in and out of the house paid no respect to the ground that was dug up. They always tramped across it as if it were a grass paddock, till it got flattened down and became harder than it was before Dave cultivated it. Then Dave thought it
2: wasn't good enough,
0: and decided to let it slide.
2: It's no use thinking about it, he said, till I get some palings to put round it and keep the people off.
0: Dad put in an appearance one Sunday morning at Dave's place, while Dave was away, watering cows at the windmill. Well? Dad said to Lily.
1: How do you like the new house now?
0: It's all right, Father, Lily answered contentedly. Except that the door gets jammed a little somehow lately.
1: It won't shut like it used to.
0: Ah, Dad said, taking hold of the elegant door he had manufactured from some light slabs and hung with green hide hinges and he shoved it shut with his two hands and violently dragged it open again. Then he got down on his knees and scratched some of the ground floor away, and blew into the excavation with his mouth, and examined the bottom hinge with both his eyes.
1: Bless me, soul! he
0: exclaimed. "'No wonder! Someone's taken the nails out of the hide!' Lily bent down and peered over Dad's shoulder at the hinge. "'No one took them out, Father,' she said meekly. "'They must have worked out themselves.'
1: "'Tut, tut!'
0: Dad snarled.
1: "'These nails would never work out, woman. i will drive them in myself.
2: "'They must have, though, Father,'
0: Lily persisted humbly.
1: "'Now how the devil could they?'
0: Dad yelled, jumping to his feet and facing his daughter with murder in his eye. Lily was startled and tottered back against the table and clutched the edge of it and stared at Dad. That was the first real taste Lily got of Dad. "'How could they?' Dad repeated. If
1: they could, then why the devil haven't all of them that I put in the slabs and the rafters and the shingles worked out?
0: Dad, glaring at Lily, paused for an explanation. I don't know, she faltered. No, you don't, Dad shouted. Then I'll tell you, because
1: they couldn't for one thing, and because no one has ever touched them for another.
0: Lily stared in silence and confusion at the floor and wished Dave would come.
1: Worked out,
0: Dad growled contemptuously, turning round to the action of the door again. Rubbish! Then, after a pause, Have you got a hammer here? Turning the whites of his eyes up at Lily. Y- yes, I think. Lily paused and looked nervously about the room.
2: No, it isn't,
0: she jerked out faintly.
2: You have it at your own place.
1: It's the first time it's been there, then, Dad growled. If I were down there and wanted it a hundred times, it'd be up here.
0: And pulling open the door again, he went off to procure the hammer. But Dad never returned to fix the door. He found Grey waiting for him when he reached his own house and took him round to show him some young pigs. End of Section 3